Welcome to the Artistically You podcast, where mixed media art is a place for all. Here, we are going to talk about art as a mindful practice, connect with our creativity, and embrace curiosity. This is your host, mixed media artist, Jana Oliveira. Hi, creators. I'm so glad you're here with our new episode. I hope you're enjoying. And today I'd like to talk about ways that we could gather inspiration outside social media. I know it's a a huge thing that I think we got used as people that want to paint or artists to get inspiration on Pinterest or Instagram. I believe there is some steps that we could follow that we could have original work and also don't feel intimidated that we are gathering inspiration from other people, other artists, and, you know, that have their unique style. And this is something that I'm very conscious about to prevent myself to not gather inspiration from people that paint similar themes, like I paint like flowers and so on. So, and especially on Pinterest, because you know, you can go there and get overwhelmed. They're not just overwhelmed in the sense of gathering inspiration, but also in the sense of getting intimidated by other people's art. Pinterest for sure has their place to actually you do some research, which we're going to talk more later in another episode. We're going to talk about more how we could go outside of that to get inspiration. Instagram has beautiful art and of course it makes us connect with artists, with collectors. You can save posts in a more organized manner. But something that I decided a long time, it was that if I was going to follow an artist, I didn't want it to be influenced um, by people that have the same style that I have. So usually I follow people that have a totally different style than what I have. Usually abstract artists or maybe landscapers or people that paint landscape or things like that. So first let's think about what we should not do on especially on Instagram and Pinterest. I think that number one is we should try not to get caught up uh, in Instagram. It can make you know us compare ourselves and, and to other people and we can get influenced by other people's um, work. And also it can help to lower our self-esteem. I think we can gather inspiration from them as a reference, but not to create new work. And I think it's okay to unfollow people that you feel that influence you in a wrong way, even though they have beautiful art and they are lovely people. But if you feel that um, that is somehow making you feel stressed or you feel that you don't as not as good as them or if you feel that you know you don't want to be influenced by their art or their color palette you should not follow them at least i don't follow people i am unfollow a lot of people recently because i think they have gorgeous art but i don't want to do art like they do number two is pinterest of course and pinterest is the same issue i know that pinterest can make us go inside a dark hole that never ends. You get researching and research and research, a lot of beautiful art and inspiration. But the way that I use Pinterest, as I said before, is a little different. And for me, Pinterest is a more kind of documentation and, uh, you know, and I will talk in future um, episodes or maybe a blog post about that. 
But today I wanted to talk about things that we can do to gather inspiration outside the social media platforms. If you're about to create uh, a sketch or if you want to, you know, sketch of our original art that you're going to get started. And number one for me is gather inspiration from your own pictures. So because I am a flower painter, mostly botanical kind of mixed major artist, I get inspiration a lot when I'm walking or around and I take a lot of pictures of flowers. I take a lot of pictures of landscape, even though I don't paint landscape. And because I get influenced by the colors and the shapes. And of course, there is websites like Unsplash that you can get beautiful free copyright pictures and and that is nice you can use that for sure as well but i would feel safer and i think it helps with the process of creation if you know the whole process is coming from yourself i think if we start to work on our brain to already see see a flower that we are walking take a picture and start thinking about the flower and the shape and the colors and uh and we know the whole process came from ourselves, I think we um, we can feel better about it. Of course, you can have inspiration from your own imagination. That's the number two. And the way I do that is through books um, and magazines of gardening. And I have some books of gardening. You can get inspiration from the beautiful uh, photos. I have some books uh, about dahlias, about peonies and... Um, I, I recently bought two books from uh, the Flooded Farms and they have beautiful, beautiful pictures and photographs that is just, is beautiful. And I subscribe to a gardening magazine, you know, very cheap and I gather inspiration a lot from these gardening magazines, um, you know, not exactly reproduce um, the pictures itself although i consider myself a more expressionist artist so if you do an art that is more very realistic so i would not you know use a picture from the magazine because it's copyrighted but um i for sure get the inspiration about okay how is that flower in the middle of the green there's more green than the flower or there's an empty space around or maybe especially in this garden magazine there's flowers that i never seen before and that gives me a lot of inspiration and um, and another thing that i do is the third thing is i go to michael's or i go to hobby lobby which are you know craft stores here in the united states and if you're outside the united states you can look for your um store is together i gather um fake plants and I have a vase here on my studio and I create bouquets of different styles and I paint with that. Um, so I gather usually, you know, the main flowers and then I gather these flowers that helps uh, around the, the bouquet. So I kind of mix and match and that way I have endless source of flower arrangement that I can get some inspiration. Sometimes I take a picture of the bouquet that I created and um, I kind of try to change the filters and gather some kind of new colors from that bouquet because, you know, after a time you have the same flowers. So even though I mix and match, um, there is a point that you have to be creative. So you don't end up also with tons of fake flowers in your house. 
And I think the, the fourth and the last one here is, you know, here and there to buy some bouquets, fresh bouquets from the store, a flower store or a grocery store. Grocery stores bouquets are not that great. Let's let's be realistic. But I actually like a lot of bouquets from Whole Foods. I think in the terms of um, grocery stores bouquet, they are a little better. But if you have a little flower store, you know, here and there, of course, we know they are not cheap. They can be costly. But I think it has two good things. At least if you do that once a month, what you can do, you can take several pictures and do what I said, keep changing the filters. And, uh, and also keeps your house pretty because I paint flowers because they make you feel happy. I believe there's nobody that can look at a flower and feel sad. And if you feel sad because of a memory, it, it, that means that they bring memories to you. That is a wonderful thing. So a recap here, we can gather inspiration from your own pictures and try to always have your phone and, and grab some plant, flowers, greens, whatever also color you think that is different. And grab some pictures and uh, play with the filters. And the other thing is for us to buy fake flowers and create arrangements. Also, we can gather inspiration from books and magazines. And we can gather inspiration from real bouquets from flower stores or uh, grocery stores. I think it takes time to get used to not be sucked by social media in terms of to gather inspiration. But I think you have to learn how to see the work and the beauty that we see on social media how that can benefit us and we have to be very conscious about if something doesn't benefit us how we can prevent that to affecting us negatively i'm not a person that is totally against social media i think social media has wonderful things people just like to talk about the bad things but i think it has wonderful things i met many people through social media so if you just can separate that and start creating your art and your color palettes from your own unique things that you gather, I think that's going to be a great thing for your artistic growth. And, and that is something that I continue to work on. I continue to work on and it's something that it's a habit that we have to start to create and also to maintain our mental health. If you have any other tips other than that, please leave your comments in the blog post for this podcast so you can DM me on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. Also check our YouTube channel and you can get the links from my Instagram on my website. Thank you so much for listening and I catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Check episode notes at the number two worldart.com slash blog. Connect with Jana on Instagram at Jana underscore two worlds. And make sure to receive our artful insights by signing up at bit.ly slash join two worlds art.